Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm your host, Nikkei Lamodi, and this is episode 32. I'm so, so honored to be here as always. And today we're going to be talking about five steps that you can take to break the mom burnout cycle, because that is what burnout is. It is when you are stuck in this cycle And with doing these five steps I'm going to share with you today, it allows for you to actually come up for air and start to fill your cup, start to meet your needs so that you can start to evaluate, okay, what are the root causes of why I keep having this chronic mom burnout? Why I keep getting stuck in this cycle? What are things that I'm not doing or what are things that are going on that are contributing to this? But you can't make those kinds of evaluations or like take stock of things when you don't even have anything in your cup. And so these five steps allow for you to break the cycle of burnout and to start to come up for air. And so I'm so excited to break this down for you today. But before we get into that, I really wanted to remind you about the free training, Unmasking Motherhood, Your Path to Prioritizing You and Thriving is available. You can click the link in my show notes to get immediate access to this free training moms literally are loving it the feedback has been phenomenal and not only is this a training that is practical in steps and considers that in motherhood your time is literally valuable and it's precious and so you can listen to this or watch this at any time anywhere you can play it at any speed that you want and you can pause it stop it come back to it later and the practical evidence-based strategies that I provide you and the tools really do help you start to reclaim your time and energy. I am just so grateful that the moms who have given the feedback about this training have been able to see in their lives in this season of motherhood, ranging from having two under two or having a newborn with a toddler or just trying to balance part-time working and being a, a mom of two, They've been able to find for them what they needed in this season of motherhood. And I know that you will find exactly what you need as well in this training. So head to the link in the show notes to get your hands on this training immediately. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into today's episode about breaking the cycle of burnout using these five steps. You know that being a mom is extremely beautiful. It's an honor and it's rewarding in ways that many of us will never understand. But no one is talking about facing burnout as a mom that comes up for you. And that's that feeling of being numb with your day-to-day tasks, like you're navigating life on autopilot. You're not really feeling motivated to care for yourself. And you're wondering what it was you used to enjoy doing for yourself from time to time. You're wondering, when are you going to be able to get a break? You feel exhausted and you just feel like you're running on fumes every single day when you wake up, when you don't even know what day it is. And so I'm here to normalize what you're feeling when you're stuck in this cycle of mom burnout. 
And I hear it from my clients. I hear it from moms who send me messages on Instagram. And there's just a mounting evidence about so many moms in this country that feel the same way. A recent survey reported that 48% of moms are feeling frequently or always burned out. And I'll be sure to put the link to the survey in the show notes for you if you want to check out the details of that. But I had to share that statistic to assure you that you are not alone in this burnout. It is actually a rising epidemic that's happening year over year where burnout is steadily climbing in moms. Even though we've addressed that you know you're in this cycle of burnout, we're not going to stay stuck in shame or judgment or criticism for feeling this burnout. We're going to acknowledge it and start to process through it. And before I jump into the process of let's start breaking this cycle and processing through this burnout, I want to acknowledge that society has changed so much, but the support for moms hasn't. The proximity of having a community or village has disappeared, and in many ways, it's just become virtual. You don't receive nearly as much help as a mom as moms in previous generations received, but you also have even more to do on your plate between the house, the kids, kids' activities, pets, your marriage, work, whether it's part-time or PRN, you name it, even the things I didn't list, you are having so much more to do with little to no extra village or community support. You truly are trying to juggle it all. So keep that in mind as I'm talking about this, that this is a systemic issue, a societal issue that our world has advanced, but the ways in which we support our moms here in the Western world, specifically in the United States, has not changed. And so it is not a surprise to me why the numbers of moms who year over year are burnt out and reporting that keeps growing. So now to the solution, let's take action, let's be empowered part. Um, I feel like that was like doom and gloom, but I wanted you to know that what you're feeling is real, it's valid, and a lot of other moms are feeling that way as well. So here are five ways to begin overcoming mom burnout and get back to flourishing as the five-star woman I know you are inside and out. And the first step is to acknowledge. And I honestly see this a lot in my clients. It's like really challenging for them to finally name out loud what they're feeling without blame or without shaming themselves. And so I want you to name out loud or on paper what you're feeling without shame, without criticalness and without blame. This is not the time to be judgmental of yourself. This is a time to acknowledge and hold space for how you're feeling, not stuffing it or ignoring it because you're thinking that you're ignoring it by not acknowledging it, but your body feels it. Your subconscious is aware of it. And so really make sure that you are acknowledging and naming what you're feeling right now in this cycle of burnout. And so the feelings wheel is a tool that I provide my clients, but you can totally search it on Google. And it is really helpful if you don't really have the words to what you're feeling, but you know you're feeling some major things. And so I would recommend that if you kind of get stuck in not knowing how to name what you're feeling and how to acknowledge it. The second step is discover. So you want to become curious about what you need. 
even if it's like, what do I need to just feel 5% better? I think sometimes in this discovery type place, we think that we want to feel 100% better. And then just even thinking about that and all that we have to do and the obstacles and this and that and the third, it leads us to then just paralyzed. It's like that analysis paralysis. Then we don't do anything. And so then we just stay in the cycle. But what if we just scaled it all the way back and said, well, what do I need to just feel 5% better and do that over and over again? The thing that just makes me feel 5% better, no matter how simple or small it is. And so the act of asking yourself what you need is really shining a light on solely you for a second and not everyone else. And it leaves you to feel and believe that, hey, I am seen, right? What is going on within me matters. What I need matters. And it's not going under the radar at the sake of doing things and showing up, putting out all these fires for everyone else. So the third step is to make a plan. You won't generate momentum by just reflecting and journaling. Like that is really helpful to provide you information. But if it's not coupled with some form of action, then you're going to remain in this burnout cycle. So you want to set a goal for what will meet your needs based on what you reflected on in step two. And once you make this goal, you're going to put it on the calendar, set a reminder and get some accountability. I do have a podcast episode that I did on how to set goals that work for you and not against you. So be sure to check out that episode. So when you're making a plan, you want to keep this super simple. And when I mean make a plan, I'm just saying you just set a goal. (laughs) You're setting some goals, but you want to keep your goals super simple. So don't make it so unattainable that you end up self-sabotaging yourself and you don't end up doing anything at all. Make sure you take into consideration any obstacles that may arise, um, what resources that you'll need to support your success, even thinking about what time of day may be the best time to achieve or work on this goal, or if you'll need some support. And you want to ask yourself, once you write out the goal, how confident you feel that you can achieve this goal on a scale from zero to 10. If you don't say a seven or higher, then you need to ask yourself what should be modified or what needs to be changed in order to make you a seven or higher that you are confident you can achieve that goal. If you do these things in combination with what I share on how to create goals that work for you and not against you, you will start to see the needle move in doing something for yourself to just feel 5% better. So once you make a plan, the fourth step is to do it, (laughs) actually follow through. And this is why I mentioned in step three to not just put it on the calendar and set a reminder, but also to get some accountability. You want to just do it, take imperfect action. Um, If you said that you do a 20 minute walk, but it ends up being five minutes, that's a win. That's a win. (laughs) Like your brain just needs evidence that I'm worth taking time for myself. And the fact that you went on a five minute walk, right, is communicating, yeah, I'm worth taking time for myself. The world doesn't come burning down because I took five minutes for me. Celebrate that you did something. This is the second thing I see in my clients that is so hard for them. 
they're very all or nothing a lot of the times. And I always have to remind them that, hey, that was enough what you did. That was a victory. That is something worthy of celebrating. And so it's the small steps that you take to your desired destination over time that get you there. It's taking no steps at all that gets you nowhere. So celebrate whatever you're able to do. And the fifth step is to show yourself self-compassion. I talk about self-compassion all the time here on the podcast because it really is transforming and whether or not you stay where you are at or you move forward to where you're wanting to go. Parenting is hard and with parenting, it presents new emotional mental and physical challenges in each new season of your child's life and in your family's life. And so give compassion to yourself that you are constantly adapting and learning and dealing with your own triggers and dealing with things coming up for you that you didn't realize would come up and talk to yourself like you would your best friend. I really want you to keep in mind that this isn't a one week fix. This isn't something that, you know, you turn everything around in two weeks time and you're 100% back to where you were before burnout just took over. (laughs) I wish that was the answer, but it's not. And so please take your time navigating through each of these steps. Do not put this expectation, unrealistic expectation on yourself to complete everything very, very quickly. Like if it takes you a month to get through step one, or if it takes you a month to work through two of the steps, that's fine. But make sure that you are being gracious to yourself and setting realistic expectations on the timeline to work through these steps. Why? Because you're human (laughs) and uncovering your feelings and your thoughts one step at a time can take time to feel through right? Like you don't know what's going to come up when you acknowledge what you're feeling or when you discover what you need. And there may be some deeper conversations that may need to be had with your partner or your support system that's in your life. So just really set realistic expectations. This is the very transformational work that I help burnt out moms with in one-on-one wellness coaching and my signature program, The Intermission. And I'm there to help you navigate through each step in the program. It's a three-step framework that I take you through and I provide evidence-based tools that will support you creating self-care habits for yourself that reclaim your energy. So how would you show up differently as a parent, as a wife, as a friend, or a coworker if you had more energy, if you felt more like yourself? Because you can, you can do this and you don't have to do it alone. You can do it with community, with other moms. You can do it with accountability, like a coach. And so I want you to go and schedule a consultation with me The link is in the show notes so that you can hear how I can specifically help you start to reclaim your energy and your time so that you can feel like yourself again. I always want you to remember that you deserve to be a priority no matter the season of motherhood that you're in. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. 
And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.